0: Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for moon landing deniers. I'm Cody. I'm Tyler. Tyler, what what did you make me watch? Transformers,
1: Dark of the Moon, right?
0: Dark of the Moon, yes. which is just, it's a hard title to say because you always want to say the dark side of the moon. Yeah which is not the title. It's not. But also, who's going to call it that it's Transformers 3? Yeah. It's the third one.
1: Commonly mistaken for the second one by me and probably others. And and
0: most people, I would say. Cuz you also
1: thought this was the second one, right?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Revenge of the Fallen, you know, it's like Revenge of the Sith, you know? You're like, oh, it's the later one. Right? Revenge... I don't know. Who's the Fallen? We don't know who he is. But he got revenge. They
1: explained his whole backstory, Cody.
0: Yeah, whatever. How did... uh? You know, how was it? How was it for you? This kid. I can't decide. I'm kind of torn. Because... I think we can agree this is a better movie than the second one. This is why people liked it. (laughs) But. Because the other one's so bad. It's so much less of a dumpster fire that it's like, when a movie's so bad, it becomes, at a certain point, it becomes fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And this movie improved a lot, but it still wasn't like a good movie quite. (laughs) It was like an okay movie. And so then you're left for like, well, it's not fun because it's bad, but it's also not great. So I'm not enjoying, you know, so it's, so is it even better? Yes. (laughs) I mean, I know it's better, but is it as much fun to watch?
1: Yes. Way more fun to watch.
0: Yeah, but there's no sex jokes.
1: Exactly. (laughs) There are some. They're just a lot more tasteful.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So it was good, it was good for you. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. I there's some conspiracies about this movie that I had heard and I think I've seen some trivia facts about this movie, and I think everything I knew about the conspiracy of this movie was wrong.
1: Oh. Sorry, I'm just trying to pick a piece of popcorn out of my teeth. Continue. <laughs>
0: What kind is it? Is it like a full piece of popcorn or is it just like the shell of the oh, kernel? Oh, it's
1: the shell of
0: the kernel. And it's kind of slid in there? Yeah. In between two teeth vertically? Yes. I mean, you're not going to get it out. Here, um, there's two ways coming. to get it out, all right? Uh-huh. Number one, you have to get floss, okay? Toothpick won't do. Number two, it has to decide to leave on its own terms in three to five days. And those are your two, only two options. I know these from experience. -hmm. Here's my question to you: Did you eat popcorn three days ago?
1: No, I ate popcorn maybe maybe fifty minutes ago.
0: Afternoon popcorn? How does that occur?
1: Uh, We were watching TV with my wife, chowing down some popcorn. TV PC, as I have never called it before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What what show goes well with popcorn?
1: CSI, not (laughs) CSI Miami. (laughs) Oh, you're you're back on the original CSI?
0: Is, I've never been... You keep thinking <laughs> I'm watching the Miami. You keep telling me all this stuff about CSI Miami, so assume, was, I assume you know about it, but I, you want there's one crossover episode.
1: One crossover, and I am aware of CSI Miami. I'm aware of... Here's the thing. My wife loves CSI, so we started watching it. All I had ever known was CSI Miami, which is Works. there's a dead body of a prostitute who has probably died in an awful way and is just laying mangled on the side of the road. And then this guy walks up and he's like, looks like this wasn't this girl's day. And then he puts on his night, his, his glasses, and then it's like,
0: yeah! And it goes into the thing and it's like,
1: what is this show? And then in the coroner's lab, they're wearing like the weird plastic things that you only see in like, really cheesy sci-fi movies, Uh and everything looks like the Apple computers, but not Apple brand, like (laughs) off-brand stuff, where it's like they're fake computers made for shows to look like Apple, (laughs) but they're not Apple. Everything's in a clear (laughs) container. And then you watch CSI, and it's just like, oh, these are crime scene, like, this is a real (laughs) crime lab, and these are real crime scene (laughs) investigators, versus a soap opera, where... They miss the person. The guy's like, we lost her again. <laughs> and it's like, have you been chasing this guy for like 20 years? <laughs> no, I just heard about this today. Ugh. Oh, okay. You really got the energy of somebody who's like, this murderer is your nemesis who killed your sister or something. You know, like. Oh, yeah. But no, he just. Uh... Here's what I'm convinced. <laughs> CSI Miami main guy just showed up. <laughs> okay. He's not a CSI, he's not a detective He's just a guy That nobody wants to tell to leave
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: all I know about him Is he makes bad jokes Yeah. Tasteless jokes um, Stares off broodingly a lot so. And threatens FBI snipers That's all <laughs> I know about him
0: So it seems like maybe he was like a Miami stand-up comedian or something That needed a gig Yeah. He rolled up and was like hey I can can come up with some one-liners But he's like the worst
1: There was There was Uh An episode recently Where a stand-up comedian was killed Yeah And the bartender was played by I can't I cannot tell you his name He's very famous Like Brooklyn, New York uh, Stand-up comedian comedian. You would know him the second I showed him And he's like Does the thing like He's the bartender He's like Why don't you let me go up There's an open slot Now that that guy's dead (laughs) And I'm like this dude could walk into, in real life, could walk into any comedy club on the face of the earth and be like, hey, do you mind if I go up? No one else is going on that stage that night. Oh, yeah. He is, that stage is his as long as he wants to be up there. Wow. And they're like, shut up, Joey. <laughs> we all hate you. You're not funny. And I'm like, this is one of the funniest guys in the world.
0: Um, Seth Rogen told the story about that. Because Seth Rogen, like, he did stand-up comedy when he was like a te- like in high school still, like a 14-year-old yeah. kid. And he was like trying to get talent scouted to go to like the montreal comedy festival you know like the big deal one that everyone goes to um so he like prepared this whole time for a set his like parents were in the audience and then out of the blue jerry seinfeld walked up and was like hey can i do a spot and they were like yeah and they put him on right before seth rogan he's like it was the worst experience of my life <laughs> just having like the most successful standard comedian of that era roll up kill for 30 minutes they'd be like all right your turn seth you're <laughs> like well i well, that's how it goes Okay, anyway. so uh do you want to give us the plot summary of Transformers Dark of the Moon? Yes. Hit me. Okay,
1: so there's the Transformers. They're working with the humans now again. After working with them previously, they're once again working with them after their previous thing was dissolved. Yeah. There's still... I don't know. It's with the same people still. It's like they forgot the second movie happened, and it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. We all want to forget that second movie. Then they go. There's the moon landing, which happens canonically. There's Buzz Aldrin. He doesn't know where he is. He does some explaining. They find Spock. Spock is there. He has the pillars. They shoot the beam into the air. Cyber-tron- cyber- <laughs> Megatron uh, gets murked, but then he's alive, but then he gets killed, but then he's fine, but then he gets <laughs> killed, probably, for the seventh time.
0: Optimus uses his trailer. Wonderful. I- Can I just say... If the plot was actually like the character from Star Trek, Spock was in this. I would have loved this movie. Yeah, this would have been the best movie. Like for like, no explaining it, no referencing the rest of Star Trek. Just Spock in the Starship Enterprise uniform is there. <laughs> they refer to him as Sentinel Prime. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Ah, oh, that would have been amazing. And Megatron for being like the biggest baddest boy. Mm-hmm. He really is just the cannon fodder of this series so far, right? I mean, that's he's the bad guy of a children's cartoon. You gotta resurrect him, you gotta kill him, gotta bring him back, gotta yeah. kill him, gotta banish him, bring him back, kill him. Well, that's yeah. cool. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Would you like... I mean, should we dive right on in? Should
1: we go for it? We always dive right on in. I think it's good that we do that. So, yes. Hop into the trailer... And we'll hitch up to Optimus Prime, and we'll—he'll tow us into Spoiler Town, USA. Yeah.
0: I mean, what I wouldn't give to ride on that, on that rear end, you know.
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of machinery in there. I don't know if we could fit. That's the th- thats what's for. It is a transformer.
0: Well, why don't we transform into something uh, smaller? Okay. If given the opportunity to be zapped with the Tesseract, what's like the AllSpark nailed it? Would you get turned into a transformer? Yeah. What would you transform into? Well,
1: I mean, they can transform into anything.
0: They just Right, but cars. I mean, what would you pick? What would be like your main thing?
1: Mm, a drone not like a hero not like one of the good drones. like a little drone like a little like, a little, like
0: 50 dollar drone
1: yeah i want to go from this size i am now to like one of those tiny little pocket <laughs> drones
0: that would be awesome you'd be really really cool spy restaurant yeah. i think i would do a suzuki samurai there you <laughs> it's go. like the worst tiniest boxiest car i wanted one of those for so long because i thought they looked so stupid i was like this is the coolest worst car you could ever have like how and I, I want the Pontiac
1: Aztec. Oh, that's yeah. what I want to turn into. <laughs> I want to turn into
0: an Aztec. <laughs> I was talking to someone. They're like, oh, "My friend had one of those in high school. It is the worst thing. If you're going over 50 miles an hour, the whole thing is shaking, just rattling. It feels like it's gonna fall apart." I was like, "I know. I don't want it because it's good. I don't want it because it looks stupid."
1: Uh, Let's take a minute. Yeah. Give me the top three features of the of the
0: Suzuki Samurai. Okay. First off. There's only, like, a 20% chance you got a hard top. You know, it's kind of like a semi-convertible, you know, that, like, plasticky Jeep kind of top? Mm-hmm. Uh plasticky thing? Number one. Number two, I think some of them are, like, three-cylinder engines. I yeah. think. You know, they're rotating, like, fire three? Oh, yeah. Which is just wonderful. Number two, you can fit maybe two adults. Two small adults, if you're lucky. All right? So it would be probably me and Bindi. <laughs> that's, that's what I'd ride around with. Yeah. Those are probably my three favorite. I mean, I guess one last thing. The paint jobs are always one it's always like purple and teal, you know. That's it's yeah. always like the weirdest colors. Like how what color is this? And
1: Yeah. It always seemed like the car you got if you couldn't afford the Geo tracker or something. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> now, may I give you features of the Pontiac Aztec, oh, Cody? I, I would be honored. Cody. I've seen I've seen an Aztec in the flesh. I've seen multiple and oh. it's magical every time. You're like, it's it's here.
1: They're so In good. front of me. Everybody's like, oh, you must be a Breaking Bad fan. No, I'm a Pontiac Aztec <laughs> fan. I This fandom predates Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Feature number one, the center console is a cooler <laughs> that you can remove and take with you. Ah, so you run the risk that somebody has already removed it, much like... When those old uh, vans had the TV, the TV might be gone mm-hmm. if you buy a used one. Yeah. But, probably won't be removed. All the seats laid down flat so you can camp out in the Aztec. That sounds amazing. Why did they ever stop making these? I don't know. Nobody bought them because they're all fools. <laughs> they can't see the future. <laughs> the gas cap? You don't be fiddling with that little door that always gets broken. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just that you just open the cap. It's just exposed to the world. Amazing, as it should be. As it should be. <laughs> you think a little door is gonna defend your gas cap? No, I get right through that door.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We all had the car that you had to stick the key in there and pry the door open because oh. sometimes it wouldn't pop open.
0: Or it freezes in the winter. Yeah.
1: Ah. Oh. Terrible. That's not happening with the Aztec.
0: We gotta go out and find ourselves Pontiac. Did Pontiac go under? Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> gosh, how do we get? How do we get the blueprints? How do we get the rights to a production for the Aztec? How do we bring it back? They've our look. They already made Breaking Bad. They made a movie. They made a spinoff series. How have they not kicked off the Aztec once again?
1: I don't know. Fun fact, though, he gets a Chrysler 300 for his, like, nice car in that show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a Chrysler 300. You've been in that Chrysler 300. Oh, yeah. If you were to go and tell—and if I were to be like, you are now a meth dealer, Cody. Mm-hmm. Pick any car on this
0: lot. Would you go with the Chrysler 300? I mean, you know I'm going with the Samurai. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know how many kilos of cocaine I can fit in a samurai? Six? Maybe seven. I was going <laughs> to say seven,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think you're selling the samurai short.
0: Uh, all right. Here's the problem with this discussion mm-hmm. I have a lot to talk about for this oh, movie. Okay. I have a page and a half of notes. Oh. And this is not a small notebook. I've moved on to a much bigger notebook than we started this podcast
1: with. And I've got my tiny notebook.
0: Beginning of this movie, they shoot missiles at something. I forget why. Oh, it's, I think that we're on Cybertron. We're talking about the civil war that happened. Mm-hmm. We got what the British would call a plat of missiles. We got missiles swirling and braiding around each other, pursuing the Autobots. Yeah, you like it. It was, it was delightful. You? I mean, mm-hmm. I felt like I was watching the Great British Baking show. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was there. Cybertron, here's the thing about Cybertron we're having a war over Cybertron, not pretty. For like a very technologically advanced species that can like transform and they're all about design you know, they can mimic any design they want. It's just like a giant manufacturing plant with big old metal pillars. Like, why do you why do you even want Cybertron? Go to go to a different place. Go to Earth. Earth is better. It's prettier. Well, in their defense that was the end of the war. But it's not even like there was rubble of anything. <laughs> it was just like giant metal pillars and things. Yeah, I mean it matches the name Cyber. It's well named. Yeah, Cybertron's a good name for it, but I mean, who even wants it? The Decepticons, until they
1: destroyed it, then they're like, now we want this other. Here's the thing: the Decepticons are just that douchey kid that was in your preschool class that only wanted the toys that you were playing with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. If you were that kid, you're
1: a Decepticon, and you need to be put in prison. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Cybertron, we need to put you on a rocket, launch you into space. I don't trust you.
0: I'm all for it. I feel like Elon Musk. He was probably a fan of Transformers, right? Probably. I feel like he would sponsor a rocket program for shooting, shooting bad guys into space.
1: Children, little kids. <laughs> uh,
0: <clears throat> okay. So the whole thing about this movie is we did a we did a moon landing, but we did the moon landing because. We weren't trying to beat the Soviets. We were. We were trying to beat the Soviets to get to the moon, to get to whatever landed on the moon, because there was an alien on the moon. Right? Right. Which is kind... I mean, it's an interesting idea. Here's what I didn't like about it. Give it to me. Computer-generated Kennedy is a horror show. I know. It's <laughs> it was... like the
1: first time
0: they tried to do that in any movie. Uh, and you're like, oh. And I mean, it's not even like they did a lot of close-ups. It was like pretty, you know, like... Pretty fleeting. He was only on screen for a few seconds. Yeah, I
1: think his computer... Because it was like... It also cuts from obviously just somebody who doesn't even really look like Kennedy to computer-generated Kennedy. Oh, yeah. And it's like, why didn't you just be like, lean into the... We just got a guy who can talk like him.
0: Yeah. And, okay, here's the other thing. Later on in this movie, we meet the actual Buzz Aldrin. Okay? He's very confused. He comes in here... For a little cameo as himself, if they can afford to get the real Buzz Aldrin, why didn't they just afford to get the real JFK? I think that's <laughs> why. Why didn't they just get him to come and do the movie? Exactly. What's that? What's wrong with that? Yeah, I was a little. I was like, really, Buzz Aldrin but no JFK? Yeah. Come on, get it together, Michael Bay.
1: There's. A th- I want to, Cody. Mm. Look at me, Buzz Aldrin. I'm going to say this. He was obviously very confused and very not knowing what really to do. <laughs> uh-huh. The man is a national hero, a world hero. He's a great man. Yeah. He's incredibly smart. He is very old now. Yeah. So I will I do make the joke. He didn't know where he was. <laughs> don't make don't make it out, Cody, I'm looking at you. Don't make it sound like I'm disrespecting him. disrespecting him because he's old (laughs) not because of his achievements not because of his achievements
0: uh my favorite thing he's done Mm -hmm. is he appeared in an episode of 30 rock Mm -hmm. and he and liz lemon yell at the moon he's like what are you doing here it's like the middle of the day you can see the moon a little bit it's like go back to the night return from where you came from i walked on your face (laughs) it's the best thing he's ever done like this is this is wonderful I do like him because
1: part of me wonders does he just, does he, he, I think he's all there and he just thinks it's funny to Well, because he's like a brilliant he's
0: man, right? You have to be like, he's you have to have smart. master's and doctorate degrees in engineering and science and stuff to go to the, they don't let you go to space unless you have all that stuff, you know? What? Oh, Cody, you gotta, you gotta fight your Fighting dog. Fighting my dog. Oh, no. She dropped her toy on the ground, so she's like, Next best thing I'll bite you Yeah (laughs) A maniac Alright, I've got a note for you Where is she from? Oh, I know what it's from I know know what it's about I think when we first Okay, so Megan Fox is gone She's dead to us We're not even talking about it Right She's been replaced by some lady And her character I was just confused in the beginning As far as like where she was from Cause when she starts talking, you're like, "Oh, you're American? No, you're not American. What? Where are you from?" And then she's in the White House. You're like, "You're in the White House?" You're like, "Oh no, she's not American. She's a, she's from a different country as some sort of ambassador in the White House." Turns out she's British. British? I think she's British. Hmm. Here's what I learned. Everyone's like, Pff, "This girl. Her name is something." Her Uh character is Carly. Her name is Rosie Huntington. Whiteley? Whitley? Let's go with uh, Whiteley? I don't know. Mm -hmm. She's not in anything. She just popped up in Transformers, which is kind of true. Michael Bay directed a Victoria's Secret commercial. She was in it, and then she auditioned for this, and he was like, great, good audition, you got the part. I don't know her from this movie. I know she's in Mad Max, Fury Road. What? The new one. She's the pregnant lady in Mad Max Fury Road with the baby that the whole movie is based around. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's fun. So she's she's been in two things now. Two whole things. Nice. I don't know. I thought she'd have fine. I guess. Yeah. So Bumble Megan Fox is gone. Here's the thing about Megan Fox. She's not dead to us anymore. I need to talk about this. Oh, okay. Everyone said she disrespected Michael Bay. Michael Bay candor. Yeah. I, according to a trivia source, Oh. she was not fired by Michael Bay. Who was she fired she by? She compared Michael Bay to a Nazi, which I'm sure was in a playful sense. Maybe. I don't know. I don't hmm. know anyone who says that without being like, you know, ha <laughs> ha. Someone's to... very controlling like a Nazi. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I was about to say, uh, no one's ever compared anyone playfully to a Nazi, and then it flashed in my head all the times I've compared you to a Nazi. <laughs> uh-huh. and I was like, oh, okay, I take it back immediately. I can't, you know.
0: I mean, remember, remember Seinfeld, 1997, the soup Nazi. You
1: know what I'm saying? <gasps> soup Nazi.
0: Okay. She said that in front of Steven Spielberg. Oh. Steven Spielberg was like, you can't, and fired her. Like, Michael Bay was fully prepared to have her in the movie, and they were preparing for shooting and he was like nah you're out doesn't that just blow your mind isn't that just, isn't that insane yeah now doesn't that go against everything you've ever heard well
1: yes and no because i've always heard that she was let go for a reason but it was more that i don't think any i've heard that nobody liked working with her
0: Well, it just never made sense, because, like, why'd she get fired from Transformers 3, and then she's in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies? Yeah. Which are also Michael Bay productions. It doesn't
1: make sense.
0: So now it all, the world makes sense again. It
1: does. So Steven Spielberg doesn't like her. I guess. But isn't he also a producer on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't know. Because isn't Michael Bay just, like, his weird Superman clone or something, where he tried to make the perfect version of himself, and it came out as Michael Bay, and he's like...
0: Yeah, you'll do. <laughs> good enough. You're pretty good at the the effects. All right, can he needs you to Ninja card. Turtles, which has a thirty-one on Metascore.
1: Nice. So, it is
0: directed by Jonathan Liebsman Okay. Okay. And it's produced by. Yeah. I'm just it's it's loading. I'm so sorry. Loading. Well, here's the problem. It has fourteen producers. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay, you know what? I don't know if Steven Spielberg is on this list. He's not. You lied to me, Cody. I lied? I never would. Yeah, I don't know. I never would. Never. So, Carly's from England. Yeah. And somehow has the most amazing apartment I've ever seen in Washington, D.C., which is one of the most expensive cities in the United States. And is dating Shia LaBeouf, who doesn't have a job. Correct. Who? Sam Witwicky. How does he do this? What's his deal? He saved the world twice, can't get a job, but can land model slash movie star level ladies for his girlfriends. Yeah. I don't get it. I know they poke fun at how it doesn't make sense, but... It really doesn't make sense. Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> Moving on. The casting of this movie is Incredible. Absolutely mind-boggling. Here's the thing. Not only- I have three notes in a row. Give it to me. John Malkovich? Oh yeah. My next note. Francis McDormand? My last note patrick dempsey Mm -hmm. i don't understand how they got these three individuals into the same film i how did this happen how this is a transformers movie and they i know francis mcdormand has an oscar but doesn't john malkovich too i am at a loss for what has happened what has happened steven spielberg it's just amazing, you know?
1: Because this, so, this is what I've heard. This is the vibe I get and the herds I've been hearing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times, on a, especially on a movie like this, it seems like Steven Spielberg's main role that he takes is to go to the super famous people and be like, be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And when Steven Spielberg says, be in this movie... You say yes.
0: That's fair. All right. That's fair. If Steven Spielberg asked me to be in a movie, I would say yes. Exactly.
1: I mean, because, you know, like one of our first episodes, Ready Player One. Mm Mm-hmm. They were like, the only reason I got made was because Steven Spielberg took that project. Yeah. Nobody else could have gone to all of the companies that own all those properties and all the actors that they got for each of the roles and brought it all together in that way nobody could have done that with him
0: i mean with his name say what you will about steven spielberg the one thing he can do better than anyone else is pull strings yeah i guess that makes sense because he knows who
1: everyone else has murdered in hollywood
0: he has all the he's been in the business for a long time he knows the dirt on everybody he has the access database
1: the microsoft access database <laughs> of all the scandals you know he can just type that query in there and get all your dirty details like people that. are upset
0: about the pedophile rings you know steven spielberg has that info we need to be going straight to him to get answers mm-hmm. john malkovich maybe in this movie He's far too tan. It's not appropriate. It's upsetting. I know. He's too tan. It's so good, though. He's too tan. He has too much hair. I don't... I want my Malkovich pale. I want him bald. Pale, bald. Pale, bald. Those are the only two things I need for my Malkovich. And they took both of them from me. It made me very uncomfortable, which I think was the point. Yeah. But I didn't like it. That doesn't mean I have to like it.
1: Yeah. I love his character.
0: (laughs) It's so... Because he's so ridiculous and
1: over the top, he's awesome. Yeah, like, and I mean, who's the guy that he calls in? Oh, wait, did you miss the part where he gets mad about the
0: red cup? I I missed the reaction shot, like the the punchline shot.
1: The guy that grabs it is like the he's in Chuck. Have you ever seen the show Chuck? I've seen of it. He's one of the other like the two. Other guys that are in the geek squad type thing, yeah. The guy with like the big hair, okay. you know? Who, does he, do you do? Can you envision no. him talking about? No idea. Anyway, he's a fairly famous comedian, right? Sure. He's in movies, yeah, and TV shows, and it's just funny that he's someone that people recognize, and the only thing he does is walk up with a trash can, grab a cup from a crying lady, and say, "I'd like," <laughs> I can't remember. He calls her a name or something. Uh, <laughs> tells her she's dumb, and just smashes her cup into it and <laughs> walks away. Mm-hmm. He just grabs it as he's walking past. He doesn't even stop at her desk. That's the whole use of him. And I'm like, way to go. They just—it was such a pointless scene, but it was so good. It is so, so good. And I loved it. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> Malkovich. Okay, uh, let's go back to Carly for a minute. All right. She's too tall for Shia LaBeouf, right? She's very tall. That's the problem with the models. Models are very tall. Yeah. So when you put them next to like a not as tall. Lee. Oh. We're getting my a phone. Signal. Is making noise. From what? What is that? What could it be from? <laughs> what? It was, that it was like a, a notification. A, notification for? Did you just level up? I. I don't, I don't know. What have you
1: achieved?
0: My, all of my, my phone is muted. Is it like one of those, the dreaded like pop-up ad that plays, automatically plays audio? No. I've had that happen to me before. I'm on, so I had Screen Rant open, but the,
1: or the website I'm on is Screen Rant, but I had it just on the home screen.
0: Cody my phone just made just made music for no reason I think your phone is becoming sentient is my and phone you're a in trouble'
1: <laughs> Do I I'll super mute it now we'll you. see well, if my phone kills us um,
0: John malkovich can have my phone <laughs> so anyway I don't know I just I don't know how tall Shia LaBeouf is. I'm gonna guess he's five eight. I'm gonna guess this girl's five ten. All right. And it just—I uh, know it didn't work. It didn't match. Why? Aren't, if you're if you're going for Shia, don't you have to plan around that? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf is <clears throat> my height. <laughs> She's five nine. Which is the average. I'll have you know. Uh huh. If you'll stop judging me. All right. Yeah. Okay. You know, here's the thing. I searched Shia LaBeouf Height, and then I, I started to type in Rosie, and it um, automatically put Rosie Huntington Whiteley Height. <laughs> oh, nice. Is, I'm not the first. Oh, no. She's just 5'9. So she's just wearing heels? And she's. American? She's dating Jason Statham for the last 10 years they've been together.
1: Oh gosh
0: Jason Statham I mean Look That pairing makes more sense I'm gonna round this out How tall is Jason Statham? 6'2 5'10 5'10 Cody he fights the rock
1: Who I believe is 10 and a half feet tall (laughs) And weighs 500 pounds
0: (laughs) Yeah The mountain of a man Yeah All right. so how much did they spend on these celebrities? On McDormand on, I mean I'm sure Dempsey's not that expensive Because he doesn't do blockbusters <sighs> Malkovich, McDormand, Dempsey their voice actors Leonard Nimoy The other guys who have done all the other I don't know I think they spent a lot of money on this movie I'm That's just a hunch Just a hunch? Yeah
1: It might be a good hunch though I mean do you want to try to poke a guess At the budget of the film Budget 235 million It was 195 Really million? That's cheaper than the last one US,
0: US, dollars. US
1: dollars Was it cheaper than the last one mm. I thought the last one
0: was just over 200 Let's
1: check The last one Yeah it was 200 Man you win this round, how much do you think it made, Cody? You've seen the
0: film, you know. You 780 know. million dollars.
1: You're right, 1.1 $1. 1 billion oh dollars.
0: is that more the last one was like 800 million, right? Oh, fine, I'm going to the last one. <laughs> Don't look at it. Up. 830 35 36.
1: You fool. Versus
0: 1.124. Did we already decide, uh, did we talk about it on the podcast or off the podcast? Okay, so the parents, who are now living in an RV and are touring around the country? Yeah. And are retired or something? Did we talk about this on the podcast? We, we figured out the job of the dad.
1: We've never said it on the podcast, and I don't remember it, whatever we said. Oh,
0: the accountant for a drug dealer. Like oh, yeah. The finance, the finance guy, the numbers guy, for like at least one or two drug rackets, for but sure. That- but that's what the bad guy, the bad human
1: guy, Patrick Dempsey, does. He's the number one accounting firm in the world. It seemed like he that's spent a lot thing. of
0: time around cars. Yeah. Which I guess is just his personal museum of cars or something? Yeah. Or was it a, his accounting firm, but they also have a little car... I think that was his personal museum? collection that museum he set up as a museum.
1: Because he also looks like he like racism and sets... Speed records and stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh. But I hate it when movies do that, where they're like, this is my, okay. When they're like, this guy is the head of this multi-billion dollar international multi-everything. Like, they do everything, conglomerate conglomerate of stuff. And he races cars, and it's like, everybody's like, but that's been done before. So, we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. He's going to be an accountant. The best accountant in the world. But the other one is pretty grounded, I feel like, in real life people. Yeah. Well, the head of the biggest accounting firm in the world probably is not setting land speed records.
0: Probably, I don't know. Because the thing about accountants is they're very mild mannered. Mm -hmm. I think his is more like a CFO or more like a personal finance guy who has like 15 really rich clients and he just manages all their money and makes like a million dollars a year. You know, that seemed more like that personality, you know, Mm -hmm. personal finance guy or like a crazy, you know, like a stockbroker dude, because those people are about the money.
1: But he says the biggest accounting firm.
0: We're talking about ADP, Cody. Mm hmm. Is that one of the big four? Yeah. Here's what I know. There's four big accounting firms. I don't know any of their names. I don't know any of their names. But there's four. And they're always like, it's like every other accounting student is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go work for the big four. And you do your first few years of the big four, and then you can go account wherever you want. So if I Google. Well, who the are big the four? big four accounting firms? The do Don't they have four. an office here? One of them has an office here in Kansas City. Is it Paycor? Is mm-hmm. it PwC. Okay. Okay. Here's the
1: thing. If I search I just googled the Big 4 and it brought up
0: <laughs> Price Big 4
1: accounting firms.
0: Okay. There you go. So uh, Price Waterhouse Cooper who do the Oscars? They do the vote counting and stuff for the Oscars. Here, let me give
1: you the list if Please. I can find the list. I clicked into Wikipedia. That was a
0: bad idea. We got PwC. Yeah. EY. Okay. KPMG. KPMG, they have an office here. Because I know people We have mutual acquaintances Who work for KPMG Oh And Deloitte Deloitte
1: Deloitte 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 D-E-L-O-I-T-T-E I I hate that (laughs) I hate that spelling I mean it's a name It's definitely somebody's last name They're the biggest Just so you know
0: Ernest and really? Young is the EY, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So he's the head of one of those? Deloitte? Or pod- Positing? Well, he, he
1: would be the head of Deloitte, yeah. If his claim was correct, which it's not because it's a movie. But,
0: yeah. It was fine, I don't know, whatever And then he's got a sidekick, his Carly And then uh, he's like real close with her And Shia LaBeouf doesn't like that Because he's jealous and he's not good enough for anybody That he dates Right? Yeah. I don't know, it was fine Was that Mount Kilimanjaro In the background of that one shot? Yeah, I misspoke, is the biggest I'm sorry, forgive me uh, Price, Waterhouse. Price and Waterhouse Might forgive you Cooper, never, you're on his list now Dang it. I'm never gonna get a job at any of those firms now. Nope. You can you can get into like the medium sized eight or the small twelve, but the big four? Never never. They'll never take you. Oh, Ken Jong is just a gem. And when his character was only when his character left the movie at like minute forty, I was like we peaked. The movie peaked. And it's just not going to be, we're not going to hit the same high note. Ken Jeong was, I loved his character. Everyth- I loved all of it. It was amazing. He was like a character who was being controlled by the Decepticons. Oh, I know who he is. Uh,
1: he was the one who's like <laughs> trying to sneak around and gets noticed every but, single time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah What's the name of the guy that he smacks the papers out of? His- he's like, "Shut up!" He smacks the yeah. papers down, and then you see like twenty something minutes later, they're having a meeting about him. Yeah, which is the
0: most like this is a company right here. Oh yeah. Thing. Oh, too He like he gets Shyam Buff in the bathroom, and he's like, he was, like, he goes like, like makes some karate sounds, then he like Shyam Buff sitting on the toilet, and he hops up <laughs> so his yeah. feet are on his knees, <laughs> and Ken Jeong is like perched on his lap just amazing. It's so good. Ken Jeong, what a gem. Just delightful. So good. I wish... <sighs> the thing about Ken Jeong is he's such an amazing, like, crazy character, side character, supporting mm-hmm. character, but I feel like we haven't found where he fits in as a leading man, which is a shame.
1: He yeah. had his own
0: TV show, but I don't know if that's, that went on for very long, where he was like a doctor because he's a real-life doctor.
1: Yeah, so then he yeah, had a TV show where about. he's a
0: doctor... I think it was like called Dr. Ken. I didn't watch it. And I don't think a lot of people did because I don't think it lasted long. But he's so good as the side character. Like his The first season of Community where he's the Spanish teacher, best thing ever. Yeah. And then there's an episode he has a brother. So he's Asian and he's a Spanish teacher. And then he has a brother who's also Asian who's a rabbi. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing with your life, man? <laughs> it's embarrassing. You're a Spanish teacher. <laughs> it's like a Jewish-Asian. It's just, it's just amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: He's yeah
1: he gives 110 percent for sure. I appreciate it. he pulls it off. Can I can I roll it back for a yeah, second yeah you can roll it back. I'm just gonna roll the clock back.
0: Yeah. turn back time. Do you
1: think you could unwaveringly stare down a pissed off Optimus Prime as he transforms out of a truck and then punches the ground in front of you and
0: yells at you? Who did he yell at? But Francis McDormand? Yeah. No way. No, it doesn't matter what I've seen in my lifetime. I'm not going to keep my cool during any of that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many Oscar nominations I have. I'm not going to pee myself, but there will be a little bit of pee coming out. You know, not enough to count. Not enough to count or make me change my underwear right away. But there's going to be a little bit. Mm
1: there would be a lot for me. It'd be a lot of everything, you know. Yeah, I would need to change all my clothes. Afterwards. <laughs>
0: it's a lot. Just unload. Yeah. It also goes back to I didn't like her character. Me neither. It was dumb. I don't. It seems like every movie they do the same thing where it's like, "All right, let's trust these Autobots. It's gonna be fine. Let's let them have their own thing." And then 10 minutes later, it's like, all right, someone else is running the thing and no one trusts the Autobots. You're like, we did this well, t- every movie so far.
1: It's not even that. It's the, I've seen stuff. I am the secretary, I'm the undersecretary of the internal international secret covert agent squad of intergalactic undersecretaries okay i know things yeah the president calls me i won the pentagon risk competition last year exactly like and i'm not surprised by anything and i'm gonna yell at the robots and i'm gonna tell them it's their fault that i did the wrong thing i hate it so much it's never good it never makes for a good story a good character all directors all writers a character who's not shocked by anything, surprised by anything, scared by anything, is a bad character. It's to watch. It's a bad character. It's a bad character. It's the well,
0: worst. And then every movie, it's still uh, Sergeant Lennox is always working with, with the Transformers, and he's still like, never. And she's like, I'm going to go on missions with the Transformers. I trust them. I know them. I can you know, translate and explain to people what their deal is. And then he's still always superseded by some random undersecretary that comes in, and it's just like oh, I'm getting old of it. Either trust him and use him, and Lennox should be in charge, or don't. And uh, don't you can let the Korean North Koreans have the Autobots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But
1: I mean, it's the same thing as like uh, when we're watching all the James Bond movies. You know, the guy who saved the world from annihilation, like, on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, hey, I found a nuke in Kazakhstan. And they're like, there's no nukes in (laughs) Kazakhstan. You're fired. You're disavowed. We're going to kill your family. And he's like, I have to go on a mission now. And it's like, this is the 18th time this year that you've done this. Yeah, Stop trying to kill his family. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Bill O'Reilly's in this movie
1: he's this was during the time period where he was in a lot of stuff what is that about what's he up to i don't know do you remember that though like during this he was in a few where there were so many they'd be like the news is on it's the o'reilly
0: factor i think he ran into money troubles (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised
1: because i think it's something where he owns the ip of the o'reilly factor Uh so he doesn't have to go to fox to get permission to do it interesting so i think he gets that money the go-to guy so I think he probably ran into money trouble and needed the funds to fill his coke addiction. Yeah. You're going to look me in the eye and tell me Bill O'Reilly
0: doesn't his do cocaine? Tank, his piranha tank is not big enough. There are not enough piranhas in it. So. They all have their own coke addiction. <laughs> you
1: know how much cocaine it takes to
0: satiate a piranha tank? <laughs> do you like cut it with normal fish flakes or do you have to like custom make that? I don't know. Why would you... I mean, it's... You're just
1: getting Coca-Cola, Cody. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Okay, I don't know a lot about cars. Here's what I do know. It can't... Can an engine be throaty? I've heard that before. Like, saying the engine has a big throat? Here's my question. Can you say that about a person, or is that impolite? (laughs) She's a... She's a throaty dame. Like, I don't know. What does it I, imply? I think it's like the So it's a compliment. If an engine's throaty, that's good. Yeah. If a person's throaty, you know, what is the what I don't is know the, what where it does, does means that leave us?
1: Because I think in cars, I think i I think, I believe in well, cars. Hey, you've
0: seen you've seen every Fast and Furious movie and several yes. Transformers movies, so oh, I feel I've like you're all. authorized
1: to disp- I think it's you know in the car when it's like you know, it's real like Yeah. You could hear you hear the engine going and you're like that's an engine going. It's as gurgly. opposed to it just being like that's a dumb engine going, you know. It's like what Vin Diesel's cars always sound
0: like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. But
1: a highly precision engineered Mercedes I do not believe would ever have a throaty engine.
0: Yeah. I mean I don't know. I just didn't like it.
1: It was supposed to be sexual. <laughs> um Here's the real question, Cody. Mhm. Mhm. Dutch.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got a fun fact about Dutch. Give me your fun fact about Dutch. Alan Tudyk. Yes. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Yep. Beloved character actor and voice actor. We Mm -hmm. all know him. We all love him. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. In interviews, he has said, Dutch from Transformers and Dark of the Moon is the same character as the German guy he played in 28 Days Later. He's like, yeah, he got his stuff together. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's the same character. So the movie universe of Transformers is the same as 28 Days Later. Think about that. In
1: Alan Tudyk's
0: hey, mind hole, which is where we all want to said live. It, if he said it, I believe it. All right? I mean, I'm I in the mind it. hole. I'm here. The
1: Transformers stopped the 28 Days Later virus. <laughs> they,
0: I, uh, I mean, Dutch a man a renaissance man who is pan a pansexual german man who is a personal assistant and also all-out secret agent super weapon human right yeah is that so let's talk about how much better of a character he is versus the undersecretary of the intergalactic secret squad okay (laughs) he's got surprises up his sleeve for one I mean, he's got comedic timing, he's got a fun accent. What's not to love?
1: But he is the guy that can take kill everybody in the room. But he's also like, Oh my gosh, I'm fired because they just ripped my boss out of the car, you know? Yeah, versus I'm just gonna stare Optimus Prime in the face while he's screaming at me, you know? Yeah, like he'd be like, Oh my gosh, if Optimus Prime yelled at him, right? Which is a valid
0: reaction. Of course. I mean, he, he's a human man with the full range of human emotions. Yeah.
1: He has to be told not to kill everybody. Yeah.
0: Because, you know. What would he say? Those days are behind you or whatever? Like, yeah. Or he's like, I'm so
1: sorry. That is the old me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, he was a delight. It's the best. He's my favorite. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Right now. He is my favorite character in That's, any Transformers well, movie. Well, I think they swapped out the sex jokes for the second movie and, like, the offensive Transformers for, like, Ken Jeong and Alan Tudyk in this movie. We're like, these are zany, off-the-wall people who are delight. When Transformers is trying to be too serious, like Francis McDormand, you're like, this is not great. When it's John Malkovich, Ken Jeong, Alan Tudyk, are like, this is wonderful. Yeah. I love this part of the movie. Oh, yeah. It's the, mo- like, it's the most fun part of this movie. Oh, so good.
1: Also... They refer to they're like, we got this from one of those software engineers over at this aerospace company. Oh, by software engineers do you mean the the vice president of satellite development, which is who Kim or Ken John played? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they I mean would you describe The vice president of your company Is Like if you stole something from his computer Would
0: you be like Yeah I got this off of some software developer's computer I mean I sure wouldn't (laughs) I sure wouldn't do that Uh, What's his name is back in the game Once again Simmons What's his name Yeah Simmons John Turturro The man who Uh, has proudly displayed Both of his cheeks to us In the previous movie Keeps his clothes on this movie He does threaten to get naked Remember when he's arguing with somebody? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you want to go? You want to get naked? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is something that's more believable from his, uh, his character. I would say. He
1: would, He'd be, you know, he's like, this is how you got to deal with the Russians. And they're like, he's... they're just like,
0: I'm terrified of you. <laughs> he's unstable. He I mean, he gets results. He gets things done. But in the first movie, it's like he works for this really secret form of the government that's hiding an alien robot the next two movies he is unhinged <laughs> I
1: mean he was unhinged here's the thing the reason he wasn't the head of sector seven or like higher up is because he's unhinged and they're like he gets results and he believes this stuff yeah and he'll believe anything that's why he's one of our like top agents but they would never put him in charge of anything super important you mm. know what I mean
0: yeah I hear you I have a question I have a note And I think it was just a fun I think it was just a line that I appreciated But I can't remember who said it Someone said They were talking about something And it was like It's like all the buttons you don't push on the calculator
1: Yeah that's what Dutch is like He's trying to translate for Russian And they're like Uh-oh. we speak English And he's like what's it's wrong with this alphabet, alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like all
0: it's the, like the all buttons you don't, don't push
1: on a calculator
0: uh, it was, he, He's a delight We we enjoyed him Uh
1: just the best.
0: There was a chase scene where they did, like, the Transformers were, like, semi-transformed. Yeah. Where, like, they were going on the highway, but they are like, lower and wider versions of cars that were able to do some... trans. I thought that was pretty cool. Like Yeah. They, like, had their cannons sticking that, out. We, yeah, we talked about, like, jumping the gun on some of the Transformer thingies. I think that was a good choice. Like, this is a cool way to use the transforming. Yeah. We appreciated that.
1: I thought it was interesting how the... Because there was three mechanic... Transformers what was weird was they only Introduced two of them I think Yeah But there was a red one a blue one and a white one But they never introduced the white one Because I, I was like Is it Q but it wasn't Q So But they were like all decked Out with like cannons and Barbed wire and stuff on them mm-hmm. And they were Like stock cars Where I never read everybody else was just regular cars and part of me was like, well, that's kind of cool, because you, that makes sense that they would be like, "Well, let's take the best cars that humans have created and upgrade them ourselves." Yeah, and that's what we'll be, And everybody else is like, "We're just going to be regular cars." Yeah. So I was like, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, I always knew which ones they were. I never had to be like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah. Not like Shockwave or Soundwave. <laughs> two separate robots. That's what I'm saying. Soundwave.
0: There's two. Soundwave was the guy who was the satellite. And then shockwaves different guy yes he's the new one that's the mercedes
1: no the mercedes is Soundwave. Okay. shockwaves the big guy with the worm
0: oh yeah
1: yeah 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 so Soundwave, fun fact i think the whole reason he's in this movie is he was like a lot of people's favorites grown grown up yeah and they a lot of people didn't like how he was used as just a satellite yeah So they were like, okay, we'll bring him and have him used more heavily. But I think he was the one that turned into a boombox.
0: Yeah. Well, because I think that's what I heard. Because, like, he was the communications expert. Yeah. Uh, So they're like, oh, it makes sense if he's a satellite because he's doing the communicating. (laughs) Boombox.
1: Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he's talking. Yeah,
0: I think you're right. I think I saw something. But they swapped him out for, like, the wiry guy from the first one who turns into the little stereo and does all the hacking. Remember the first one who's on the plane? Mm Mm-hmm there's some predator transformers in this one with the big dreadlocks yeah confirmed in the trivia they were based on <laughs> predator yeah I saw that and I was like
1: oh, okay. oh they had a cool name for those guys uh, what are the they called were
0: they called dreads or something
1: dreads the dreads yeah, yeah. where yeah. it was like there's three or four of them and they're like yeah these are the these are like a crew they're a group
0: that was interesting what did the dad do? the dad did something and i wrote a note about how he's gotta have like a just a giant uh member what did the dad do in this movie um oh because the mom makes a joke about how are you landing these girls do you have like a giant <laughs> and you're like oh no mom Please stop! Yeah, but that's they're like serious. having the heart to heart with Shia LaBeouf, and, like you can't lose this girl. You already lost Megan Fox. <laughs> and they're doing that. It's like How? you can't keep these girls around unless I don't know. Do you? I was like, well, you know, the dad's packing heat then. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That was that was like the the classier sex joke, which is better than like a the leg humping robot. But I mean, like
1: I say it's like the jokes you would make with your friends when you were like 14, 15 versus you're all married now and you make, you're at like a dinner party and somebody makes a little bit of a little. A little racy joke, a but bit. in good taste. It's in good taste. And it's funny. Uh,
0: Can how I do you feel? No, go ahead. How do you feel about transformer blood in this one? I, I feel like they really leaned into it. Cause like, it's obviously not blood, but it's like, you know, they've got fluids probably. And now when they get uppercutted, the, we're going to have some blood come out. I don't know yeah. if I loved it.
1: Well, I thought it made sense when it was like, oh, these, like, th- the dreads, when these three dudes, they're the ones bleeding. I was like, yeah. okay. And then, like...
0: They kind of did it with the other ones. Yeah,
1: like, even Megatron was bleeding, and I'm like, he never bled before.
0: Yeah. Like, when they have coughed
1: there. or spit or gotten punched, it'd be, like, parts Nuts or flying. bolts or something. Yeah. yeah, parts flying off of them. But now it's like, okay, I guess, yeah. I mean, it makes sense if there would be a fluid... Moving through them, energon or something—I don't know. Yeah, but
0: or even since they're cars, you're like transmission fluid or I think that's oil or something. But it it was red. Red. Yeah. I don't. It was fine. What were you gonna say? I have a note that says,
1: "So I put just notes of names of people to talk about." Yeah. I put new agent guy. Who's the new agent guy?
0: What, uh, was it the the big black one who's supposed to shoot the who had the RPG thing, the missile? No, it was, there was so like it was a new right white after guy? Dutch went oh, nuts. Wasn't there like a random dude with an accent? He was like not American, but he was in the unit. He had like two lines. Not that guy then. I don't know unless he
1: was Dutch. I don't know. I was just I wrote new agent guy and I don't know who that is. Hmm. I did want to say vulture. I, his name is Simmons? something beak the bird transformer
0: yeah i don't know his name saw beak
1: or something right yeah is the worst covert agent ever
0: <laughs> uh-huh. yeah
1: he's about as good of a covert agent as like the chameleons in that uh was that sh- movie the the wild or something movie you know we ever seen that movie where they're like two chameleons and one's like they blow their cover and someone's like, Who are you? and they're like, We're covert agents, and the other one hits him with his tongue and he's like, You're the worst covert agent ever. That's about how good of a covert agent. Oh, is. yeah, because he's like, I'm gonna be a TV now, I'm gonna transform back into a giant bird, a <laughs> giant metal bird in I'm, this glass, I'm office. indoors, yeah. Uh, and he kills him, but it, and then I did think he was very smart to turn into a cute little pink transformer to like get the girl to let him in.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a little creepy. Well, they put a watch on humans that's a little transformer that hurts them if they try to do the wrong thing. How's this next level? Mm-hmm. Sinisterness, they're very sinister. There's a robot named Q, yeah, that does gadgets, yeah this movie is but, chock full of references to things did you
1: re- do you remember what i said about him after the movie was done what'd you say where i was like so q's like a war criminal that they're like <laughs> there's not really enough of us left so yeah. you're the gadgets guy yeah right like he's the guy who like created like a frankenstein monster to try to win yeah. the war and they're like you're going to jail uh-huh
0: wasn't did iron die in this one towards the beginning did Ironhide get murdered? No,
1: it was towards the the end. He got he got god. I thought.
0: Yeah, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're burning through. I think he's still alive. I
1: think he just got hurt really bad.
0: Okay, I'm Optimus a- did use
1: his trailer at the beginning of the film, it's and then fun. had it with him at the end. And then he lost it in the
0: middle. He's like, "I need that gear." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, your your gear's in there. That's cool."
1: Yeah, he uses it once. And then he loses it and doesn't
0: go to it to get his gear. But he gets the gear somehow. Don't worry. Don't you worry? You got the does gear. Does he
1: get the gear? Or does he just use what he the, like the sword he can generate? Yeah, he I don't can know. Whatever. Generate two swords. What does he get from it the first time? A sword and shield, right?
0: Uh, probably. I don't know. He's a prime.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: There's another prime in this movie. Can I? Talk to me. Are we going to talk about Sentinel Prime or something else? Yes, about Sentinel Prime. All right. Sentinel Prime, who was the one who went to the moon that uh, we're trying to retrieve and to bring back to life because he had the secret to the Autobots being able to win the war because they would use the pillars to go back in time and bring back other Autobots to help them win the war. No. It's a time heist. No. It's... a it's teleportation over long distances basically i thought it was over time though too no they were just gonna mates. transport how are they gonna win the war then
1: well they're because they said you could use them to like take a group of autobots and plop them in the middle of a decepticon base so they can just like be there and then gone so they get like, like drop a trojan in. horse yeah all right so it's like you're like oh we need to evacuate everybody's evacuated we didn't lose anybody oh we need to attack there all right the entire army's on top of the
0: decepticons which is fine except you saw how slow it transported stuff well that was an entire planet that it was okay how about that they're like all right we got earth here now we're gonna transport a much bigger planet into earth (laughs) next to earth it was what was the end game i don't to have know. their planet next to earth, earth? yeah I guess okay so. wouldn't earth just start orbiting around or wouldn't i don't know would it crash into it would okay would earth be orbiting around cybertron then Here's would the moon still be orbiting around earth because cybertron as you saw
1: it looks big but it looks mostly hollow so does it have the same mass as the moon so their whole idea is Replace the moon with
0: Cybertron, maybe? It's just like a darker version of the moon. The dark of the moon.
1: Exactly. But anyway, (laughs) the sword Sentinel uses after he reveals that he made a deal to save Cybertron. Which, why would you still honor the deal to save Cybertron after they've destroyed Cybertron? Then he's like, no, the deal was to use... Cause he's like I made the deal To save our people And then he's like Psych I really made it To enslave the humans And become a god And it's like You really changed Prime is a
0: crazy old coot He doesn't yes. know What he's doing It's been I mean how long has it been Since the Civil War Hundreds of years Hundreds ago. of years So I don't know Is he just senile now More like senile prime Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, no, it hadn't been hundred, hundreds of years because he escaped towards the end of it. Oh, right. And that's the moon crashed. landing. Yeah. That was 50 years ago or whatever. Yeah. 50. So it's been like so many I years. I don't ago. know, man. Here's the thing. No, no,
1: Conspiracy. Talk to me. Tell me. And let me hit you with this, though. His sword. Okay. Where else have you seen that sword?
0: Highlander. What? Oh, you don't know? Where else have you seen that sword? Thanos
1: uses the same sword.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Here's what, what I'm I-
1: saying is all of the Avengers movies mm-hmm. very heavily and in my mind very obviously rip off, rip off Transformers movies. They take all the super cool stuff from the battles. Yeah. Like to the point of like how the, what are the bad guys that invade New York in the first Avengers movie? Chitari. Like, to how they move and how their technology looks is exactly how the... I was going to say look. that.
0: There's the big snaky thing. I was like, this is just... I mean, maybe I've mentioned that about other ones, but it does look just like Avengers. I mean, Industrial Light and Magic did these movies, and Industrial Light and Magic does the Avengers movies. Do you think it's just... I think they're, they're just repackaging look. it and yeah. shipping it out. I think they were like, all right, that's what we want our Chitauri ships to look like. More conspiracy time. You ready? I'm ready. Sentinel Prime was modeled after sean connery they offered the role to sean connery he turned it down but they kept with the sean connery thing when Sentinel prime says there can be only one which is from the movie highlander with sean connery oh. this movie is it's a kid's movie chock full of 30 year old references to like star trek highlander predator all these like old uh, other
1: franchises let me hit you with this cody more conspiracy this movie came out in 2011 the avengers came out in 2012 with the exact same models for like the ships and I, the I just guys. found my note
0: is that the avengers ship like I, yeah i wrote that down yeah
1: like and here's the thing am i that i'm gonna say was the avengers new york battle better than this new york or dc battle No,
0: I don't think either one of them was better than the other. Yeah, well, this one has squirrel suits. Why did they fly
1: into the city and then go up? Osprey's whole thing is they can go up, fly, and then drop straight down and go back up really high and fly out. You don't fly in low, then go up right next to the bad guys. What, What was the point? Have they not seen Godzilla?
0: The point? Is that we have GoPros now And when you have an opportunity to strap a GoPro To the top of a person wearing a squirrel suit You use it
1: Do they use GoPro footage for that?
0: Um, yeah, I think it said in the trivia They It was either GoPro And they strapped a camera to the top of the squirrel suit guy To get the that footage Yeah,
1: I was going to ask because I was thinking Should we clip this out and email it to Peter Jackson Of like, look,
0: you can use GoPros <laughs> Yeah, You just have to edit the footage Peter Jackson, I hope he's okay What's he working on now? Nothing. He did his thing. He got it. He's got to do something. He's in timeout for at least another year. <sighs> he betrayed us. You played Uncharted 2? Nope. Uh, okay, so the whole scene where the building's like tipping over while they're in it straight out of Uncharted 2. I was like, I feel like I'm playing Uncharted 2 again because they have those big set pieces where it's like, oh, the building tipping over, you got to slide through the hole. Like, oh, you got to climb up this thing. Oh, it's tipping over the other way. You got to crash out the window. You got to hook onto the thing. You got to slide on down. It was just like that. How about when they shoot through the glass to not fall off the edge of the building? Mm -hmm. How many times did a building tip over too? Because it seemed like it kind of tipped over four different ways.
1: Well, I mean, because it was like, Leaning, I think it tipped over in stages because it was like leaning. It was leaning, and then they and shot it, over. and then it was like it was falling for a long time. Sure. Was. sure. Man, why are they still in the building? <laughs> don't they need to get why out of the building? Why did they go up a tipped-over building? I don't... In the beginning, why didn't they just go to a different skyscraper?
0: Okay, the... can we talk about the absolute most traumatic part of this movie? I think you know what it is. Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Cued it. Polar Express. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. There's a scene where Shia LaBeouf gets like thrown around, but they do like close-ups as he's swinging through the air, and so they just CG'd Shia LaBeouf entirely, yeah. and he looked like he came straight out of the Polar Express movie, much like JFK. It was terrifying. I was like, "This, I am not come I don't want this shot in the movie. Please don't make it a really stop. They need to stop. They had the facial expressions and everything."
1: Well, Disney had to do something to make it worse than Avengers because they knew this was better. <laughs> better than Avengers. Yeah. I mean, have you gone back and watched that first Avengers movie? It's
0: been a while. But it has Mark Ruffalo in it, and
1: so It's good. It's great. But it's not like a perfect film looking back at it. Like my opinion of the Avenger or the Transformers movies really hasn't changed no matter how many times I watch them, right? Yeah. But every time I watch Avengers, I it's think a little, little bit less
0: of it. Interesting. Wow. So which one's the better film? You tell me. Avengers. <laughs> Avengers is better than this. Is it? It's got Mark Ruffalo.
1: I mean that alone, sure.
0: I mean you don't even need to say anything else. Mark Ruffalo. As some fans like to say, more like Mark Buffalo. He's got the hairy hide. He's got the acting abilities. He's really bad at not spoiling things. Yeah. Love him. Love the guy. Yeah. I just rewatched Spotlight recently. You got to check out Spotlight if you want a good movie based on a true story where Mark Ruffalo does the best acting. He doesn't even seem like Mark Ruffalo. He's one of those actors where you're like, "You're not Mark Ruffalo right now. You're whatever this guy is." I like, you know, he's got the manners of a different and the voice of a different person.
1: I like that. I once saw a little clip of him. It was him and Tom Holland. And it was just them two uh-huh. on like a panel. And he just looks over at Tom and he's like, this is a bad idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard another one where they were like, you know, they, they, I hear they have to keep you and Tom Holland separate now for, you know, like you might spoil. And he's like, I taught Tom Holland everything he knows. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, I like that yeah. guy. Did you did you see uh, did you pay attention to when there was a random like Lord of the Rings choir going on like in in like the music like the score I was like yeah this is like a Lord of the Rings Mines a Moria chase scene choir going on yeah. right now it was distracting to me I was like this is not appropriate for a trend get Nickelback out here get them out of retirement record a song I don't need like a full choir and symphony doing a number right now.
1: Yeah, I mean that. There are. I feel like there's always at least one moment where, cause was it Steve Jablowski or something? He's the guy that does all of the music for the Transformers movies. Mm. He's very good at it. Uh-huh. But it's him mixed with guys who are also very good at understanding what type of music should go with this type of movie. Yeah. But he's very good at scoring movies, and they're very good at picking, you know, angsty teen music. Yeah. And those things clash very often.
0: Interesting.
1: In my opinion, I think each
0: of the movies always has like a moment where it happens. Right. Patrick Dempsey does not skip leg day. I don't remember why I wrote that, but does he like, oh does he lift something in like a squat? Does he do a crazy squat lift at one point? Or does he kick Shia LaBeouf really hard or something? He does kick Shia
1: LaBeouf because they're on like a a thing where they're Three feet off the ground and Shiloh's like, no, don't kick me through the hole. And he kicks him through the hole. And he falls those two and a half feet through the hole.
0: All right. Since you asked me about Patrick Dempsey, I'll tell you the conspiracy behind him. I'm so excited. Michael Bay (laughs) met Patrick Dempsey at a Ferrari um, reveal, an event. You know, they were unveiling a new Ferrari. As they do. As they do. And he bumped into Michael Bay. They got to talk, and Michael Bay was like, Hey, I'm shooting this Transformers Dark of the Moon movie. You should be in it. Dempsey was like, I'm never going to do blockbusters. This is a great idea. Let's do it. He's like, Awesome. Be here tomorrow at 5 a.m. <laughs> the movie was shooting like the next day, and he hadn't cast the part yet. Bumped into Patrick Dempsey, was like, You'll do just fine. Be on set early tomorrow. Who is this man? who is michael Michael Bay? bay he bumped into an actor and hired him for a part that started who else was he gonna hire was he just like i'll bump into somebody today to hire for this part yeah what is this
1: movie to be i mean you know there's no way to be fair about it but that part could have easily been filled by just about
0: anybody, and you
1: just kind of lessen
0: the. I would have been okay if they cast Ken Jong in that part. Like, he would play both parts. <laughs> he'd be in <laughs> one part of the movie, and then he'd have, like, a goatee, and then play that part, <laughs> you yeah. know? I would be, I'd be fine with that. Uh, <clears throat> what about. Here's the thing this movie ends, it's kind of an interesting ending. I guess originally the ending was Autobots and Decepticons form an alliance. They destroy Sentinel Prime and we're cool. And that they, the novelization of the movie is like that or whatever. But the movie was going to follow that path and then they made some twists. So the twist is Megatron is like, I got to take out Sentinel because Carly finds a Megatron and is like, what are you doing? This guy's going to be in charge now. And he was like, you're right. So they fight and while they fight, Optimus Prime kills them both. Yeah. They've ported over hundreds of Decepticons all throughout Earth. Mm-hmm. So they may have stopped Cybertron from coming over and being ported to be the new moon of Earth. But there's still like hundreds of Decepticons. Go. What are they going to do about that? There's still only like six Autobots.
1: That's what the next movie's about.
0: Don't tease me, is it? stop oh my god oh, i'm trying to remember who's the boss of the next it can't be mega i will cry if it's megatron i'll be so upset the next Did movie they bring megatron okay back? here's the thing like don't tell me but do you know who chasm g is the youtuber oh the rapper i think you're thinking of <laughs> ali g uh, oh which is <laughs> which is sasha baron cohen's yeah a uh, thuggy cockney rapper guy yes okay there's a guy who's
1: out, I th- his Chasm G, who's a YouTuber. Okay. All here's what I'll tell you. He plays one of the lead scientists in the next movie. He's very obviously a YouTube star in a blockbuster <laughs> film.
0: It's very obvious, and he has too many lines. Do I need to become a YouTube star to get in a Michael Bay movie? I think so. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're no longer doing some dumb podcast. This is now a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I got to say about. Okay, I have I have just three more fun facts for you. What anything else you want to address about this movie?
1: I just I hate everything around Sentinel Prime. I think he's a cool character. His betrayal. Could have been cooler than it was uh-huh. If he had been more consistent Or if his
0: betrayal was just like
1: Yeah I want to be The head of a planet again Right That's why I'm betraying He's already
0: him. a prime which means he's stronger than anyone Except yeah. for other primes Yeah. But also he's an older prime which makes me think That Optimus isn't as strong as him On like a base power level Basis
1: Yeah he's very old and wizened. Because that's the thing is you find out in the stuff, you know, like Optimus was just like the young Prime, and then guy. everyone else
0: died. So he's like, All yeah,
1: right. He's the leader because like everyone and Obi- like Obi Wan
0: Kenobi, yeah. And like the Star Wars prequels are so like, well, just me now. I am the Jedi. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, if he had been like evil the, from the initial betrayal, but instead, yeah. Also, I just want to say it again. What's her face? the Undersecretary, she's really the like head of the intelligence services or something, right? But and she, the problem is, is there's moments where she's cool, and then there's most moments where she's not.
0: And it's a shame because Frances McDormand is an excellent actress, yeah, Academy Award winning actress. So give her character the respect it is, you know, yeah, give her a good character. To play. It's
1: like she's like, okay. You, I was wrong. You were right. I'll listen to you guys now. That's a moment where she's, you're like, oh, I like this character. She's not going to just dig herself in this hole deeper. And then there's the, okay, Sentinel Prime is destroying our secret base. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go yell at him Yeah, and ask him what yeah. he's doing after he's already made it very clear that he will not listen to me. Yeah. But I'm gonna order him to stand down.
0: You're right. I don't know this
1: giant ancient robot overlord mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. with a Thanos sword. Yeah, who is a Highlander kicking
1: transport jets across the hangar. Yeah, like they're nothing.
0: So can <sighs> okay, never mind. You ready for some fun facts?
1: I'm ready for some fun facts.
0: If you were to wager how many vehicles were destroyed in this movie, what would you say? 718. Not too far off. 532 vehicles were destroyed in the making of this movie. I think they were all like compounded or uh, whatever vehicles from like insurance companies and stuff they donated. Nice. Number two, Skids and Mudflap, sure they were offensive. They were also kind of funny. Mm -hmm. We were all a little sad when they weren't in this movie, right? Right Wrong They are in this movie For like Two seconds You can they- see them In like The main base They're in the background Nice Speaking
1: of of Mudflap. Yeah. What did you think of What I view As their replacements Oh The two guys The bar- The little dude The little humpy <sighs> RC car And brains
0: Oh you know I did write something About them Really bad Sidekick energy Here like the worst sidekicks they aren't very good I don't like them You don't like them They don't do a good job at least like they're oh, yeah. they're bad at their job Yeah for sure I yeah. don't know if I'm into the little transformers I like my transformers big and booming The smaller like they get the less I like them for being honest <laughs>
1: I like Brains a lot. Like when he's smoking. The his... kooky one with the yeah. crazy hair. They call him Brains, but he acts like he's real dumb. But he's like the hacker bot, like the smart one of the yeah. two. And he's like a little laptop downloading everything. And he's like, oh, I'm on fire. I'm smoking. <laughs> like running <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, that's, that part's scary. And they're like, he's like. Mm, we're about to mess this ship up <laughs> like, Pull everything out And they're crashing And he's like mm, We're gonna die Like that's every right. line Where he's just like mm, And then he says his line <laughs> I mean those parts are You're right
0: I like those parts Those are good uh, So here's my thing I know for a fact Based on IMDB That uh, Carly's not in the next movie What happens? Don't tell me Like don't tell me what happens I want to experience it As the movie tells me what happens But What happens? Did you see who else is in the second movie? Or the is it Shia? Movie? Is this is the next movie the one where Shia is gone? I Don't tell yeah. me. Don't tell me. But I'm very curious what happens. Don't tell me. And I watched through this whole movie for a stinger. No stingers. I was very upset. We watched so through the city. whole credits. Okay. This is my last conspiracy thing. Not really, but... I mean, you fire Megan Fox... You were already preparing for the movies. So there's not a lot of time. Three people that were all rumored to play Carly. I think Blake Lively was actually offered the role. Mm-hmm. But she had shooting conflicts with what other uh, production but Gossip Girl. Also, Anna Kendrick and Amber Heard were also rumored to, like, maybe be offered the part.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we went with uh, Carly Washington, Whitley, uh, whatever. I think she did fine. She actually did. I mean, she did... As far I mean if Megan Fox set the bar I think she was You know On par with that level of uh, Performance
1: Yeah Like I said I mean like I I told you was She's a Victoria's Secret model And she really gives it 100% You know Yeah
0: Yeah Yeah, she's right. So uh, It's Mark Wahlberg in the next one I know that Oh yeah. Is there another female counterpart or is are we done with the female counterpart and we're There just... is
1: the there's a better female counterpart. All right. Okay.
0: I'm curious, you know. It, okay, good. The we're next halfway, movie, we're halfway through is the thing. The
1: next movie there's has six movies. We're 3 in. The most mind-blowing, it has two things. It has the most heartbreaking death I have ever seen in a movie. Uh-huh. And it has the most mind-blowingly out of left field like character knows this random fact and has it ready okay <laughs> okay like to the point where a guy pulls a card out of his wallet with the fact on it all right and you'll know exactly what <laughs> i'm talking about there will be no
0: question in is your this mind. next one uh age of extinction yes and the last one's the last night yes And then the last, last one is Bumblebee, Bumblebee.
1: which I've still never seen. I've been waiting to do it for the podcast and we took so long to do the adventure or not the adventure, the
0: Transformers.
1: (laughs) Same thing. It is the same thing. It blows my mind that it's the same things though. It's the same way. Like all the little, all the Transformers. The pillars
0: thing, I guess, is just like uh, Thor 2, Dark World. Yes. This is Dark of the Moon. They got the same thing where you got to put the things in the ground and then it makes a portal thingy. It is this. You're right. You're right.
1: They just stole from this movie so much, which I get. There's so much cool stuff from the movie. The assets were already made by ILM. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like they're both
0: Disney movies. I mean, I'm very ready for Bumblebee. I'm also ready for a worse Transformers movie. But I know that twenty minutes in I'll be like, why can't this be as good as the last Transformers movie? I'm afraid.
1: It's uh, it's good though.
0: I'm afraid. The last one is I would
1: have said it's the worst one and then we rewatch the second one. The second one's the worst one.
0: Marky Mark, I just We'll see. We will. Together. We'll see. And you'll hear. About us seeing it. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for talking, Cody. You can rate us, or review us, mm-hmm. or share us wherever you hear your podcasts. You can also come at me. You want to get naked? DM me, you know, at Opinion Havers on Twitter. And uh, we can get into it. We can get at it. Yeah. Until next time, watch movies.
1: And have opinions.
0: Do the dinosaur transformers have names?
1: Don't be ridiculous, Cody. Of course they have names. (laughs) Are they cool? Yes.